0: May the Lord give you his peace. Welcome. It's Marathon Weekend here in New York City. Anyone here running in the marathon tomorrow? Or? So we'll be praying for you. Welcome, welcome. Um, it's, it's a tremendous weekend. It's the weekend before the elections. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> and I love the readings here uh, in, in the um, Mass this weekend. Um, And I actually did the long form of the gospel. Sometimes they give you a choice of the long form and the short form. I did the long form. And um, there's some really important things in this gospel that we have this evening from St. Luke chapter 20. And uh, Jesus is confronting this group. It's a group that we actually know about from the time of Christ called the Sadducees and they did not believe in the resurrection they they didn't believe in most of the old testament just the first 5 books the pentateuch that's all they really accepted as scripture they didn't believe in the prophets or the rest of the old testament and it's easy uh, it's interesting how jesus quotes a passage there were many passages from the old testament he could have quoted about the resurrection from the dead he quoted a passage from the Pentateuch, a passage from that part of the Bible that they accepted. So he met them, he he really, he was making an effort to really meet them and and draw them further. And they tell this story about this lady who marries their seven brothers, they all marry her, they all die without a child. And the question is, what was she serving them for dinner? (laughs) Anyways, moving right along. Um, And Jesus' answer is so beautiful and so profound. He talks about what it will be like on the other side. The resurrection of the dead when we're all with God on the other side. What will it be like? This is a really important question. And I don't know about you, but I think about it all the time. I want to know what will heaven be like. What will it be like? Where we are going? It's mysterious. Maybe it's a little scary. Maybe you find it interesting. And we need to know. We want to know what is it going to be like in heaven? What will it be like? And if I could maybe offer a commentary on what Jesus is doing with these Sadducees, he's trying to draw them further. They're they're thinking about things in too small of a category. So imagine if you only knew about squares, like on a page. 2 dimensional, you know, four lines, just a little square on a page. And then you encounter a a cube, three-dimensional square. It's, if you only knew a square, a cube would blow your mind. Or a triangle on a piece of paper. And then you saw a pyramid, a three-dimensional triangle. It would completely blow your mind. Or imagine if all you knew was black and white photographs. And then somebody takes you to a movie. You know, moving pictures in color. Your head would explode. Or imagine your great-great-grandmother still alive. She's in her hundreds now. She's got one of those little dial-up phones You know, where you put your finger in the dial, it's like, "Mm, mm, 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 mm," you know, and then you're like, look at this, granny, iPhone 7 Plus. (sighs) One of my favorite passages in the Bible, eye is not seen, ear is not heard, nor we don't even have the categories to comprehend what it will be like on the other side. You know, and our faith helps expand the horizons of our understanding. It, when we're dealing with the things of God, it's so easy to just have the categories and the, the, it's too small. What, what will it be like? It will be amazing. We know what a bush is like. We know what a fire is like. But to see this theophany when God appeared in the form of a burning bush that it was not consumed. It was, it was a, another category, another... Uh, you can tell I'm struggling with vocabulary, another dimension of reality, of existence. And it's real. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, one God who's calling us to life with Him for eternity. That's a long time. We don't even, what is eternity? We know yesterday, we know now, we can imagine like tomorrow, past, present, and future doesn't apply. We don't have the categories. Space and time. I'm standing here. You're sitting there. could probably get some instrument to measure the distance between us. That doesn't apply to life on the other side. The resurrection. When Jesus was raised from the dead, he didn't just come back to life. That's technically, that's not resurrection, that's resuscitation. He passed through death to the other side, and his resurrection was of a different order entirely. It was the same Jesus. It was the same body that was born of the Virgin Mary, that walked the dusty streets of Palestine, It had the wounds from the nails and the hands and his feet. And it was the same body that was placed in that tomb, which, by the way, they've just renovated the tomb of Christ. If you could look it up on the Internet, they found some amazing things over there in Jerusalem. But when he was resurrected, it was of a, a completely and totally different category of new life that he is calling us to. And uh, if I could explain it this way, I, I think that what I'm struggling to talk about here is the very reason why God gave us the faculty of imagination. You know, I've always loved science fiction, novels, and movies, especially movies. You know, you use your imagination. And um, there was an author who wrote that that what's going on when a person creates a science fiction story, they're tapping into that part of us that intuits the supernatural. That part of us that's maybe even on a level that we don't even realize that knows and longs to see God to see the supernatural, to, to see what is beyond the veil of our ordinary lives. And uh, when I was a little boy, I remember it very clearly when I was five years old, seeing the very first Star Wars movie. Talk about, I mean, just, you know, creatures and spaceships and realms and universes and galaxies and planets and it just, the whole thing was so exciting and so interesting and, and just uh, imaginative and creative and, and uh, awe-inspiring. Um, I haven't seen it, but I, I read a review of the movie that came out uh, yesterday, Doctor Strange, one of these superhero movies. And, and in the review, it said, you have to see this movie in IMAX 3D. Because evidently, he's called Dr. Strange for a reason. And uh, has anybody seen the movie yet? Is it weird and crazy and just imaginative and like out there? You know, and so I want to propose that what is going on there, it's that part of us that is kind of wondering about the other side, about the life with God that is above and beyond what we know. And the church has made a real effort to communicate this reality. Take a brief moment to look around this beautiful church. Look at the art, the beauty. The glory of a solemn high liturgy. You ever heard the, like, uh, polyphony music? All a huge choir, and all the, the bass and the soprano and the alto and the tenor, just incredible, beautiful, sacred music that, that is somehow struggling to express the, the weight of the mystery. I'm wearing a beautiful vestment. I don't know if you can see it, this brocade with the gold threads. And if I move my hand like this, boom, there's like gold. You know, all of this, even the sacred vessels with the precious chalice and the, the, if you get a close look up or, you know, the monstrance that holds the host during adoration. All, all of this is an, an effort to express the divine, to give us a glimpse of the other side, of eternity, of the supernatural Of the reality not not some fantasy the reality of God we need to be in touch with that that it's a struggle for modern people we're so kind of distracted by the culture and kind of in the here and now that um, maybe we're not always so connected to that part of our faith we are running towards a prize in this life. And it makes everything worth it. All the struggles to be faithful in our vocations, our struggles to make our way in this world, our struggles to carry the crosses that we have, the difficulties, the doubts, the, um, the drama of life. It all makes sense in the light of heaven's glory. This prize that awaits us that we are running towards in this race of life. Forgive the pun, okay? It's the marathon weekend. St. Paul himself said that I have run the race, right? That's, I fought the fight. So let's take a moment to allow the Lord to expand the horizons of our minds and of our hearts, to get in touch with that part of ourselves that is longing for God, that is longing to know the glory Of the mystery of his love in heaven what waits for us the moment when we pass over to real life and uh, we get a foretaste of that in the eucharist and in the mass a literal foretaste when he comes to us under the appearance of bread and wine the mystery of the sacrament to feed us like food to strengthen us uh, to sustain us supernaturally grace is supernatural to give us the strength that we need to make our way in this life, on this pilgrimage, to our, on our way to heaven.